And we know my Aunt Joy, she went to jail behind that one man with the no legs. She yes. got him cheating in her house. He had no legs. Had audacity to be cheating in her house. I'm telling you, Doc. Up there off Silver Avenue. She's the best storyteller. Like, all this is like, that's why people love listening to our YouTube channel. You Did she say that your caught a man cheating on her in, yes. in the house with no legs? Yeah. He had no he legs. He had no legs. And he was sitting there like in the machine. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Show him. Show him, man. <laughs> She caught him in the bed with another woman. Sitting there like the. I can't take it. Then what did she do? Since you already started the story, what did she do? This is the significant part of the story. I have to sit like this the whole time just while I say this part. So then, well, she was she was cogent. So she really believed in the Lord and she felt there were bad spirits because she walked in on him with another woman. So she set the house on fire and she stole his crutches and she ran out the house. No, she did. No, yes, she did. You can Google it. Her first name is Joyce. I don't remember her last name at the time. She's had like seven aliases. But it's my auntie Joyce. And, it showed, and so then the girlfriend, that uh, the girlfriend had to pick him up and carry him out of the house. Now, luckily, this was in the 80s when they really didn't care about black on black crime. <laughs> they didn't. I never imagined my public healing would inspire others to heal across the world. I thank you for using him to reach the world with the message of hope in relationships. But your life does not. God, you are my publicist. We laugh. <laughs> we share the unadulterated truth. He said, not only have I not divorced you, I ain't exposed you. Oh. We didn't marry fans, we married forever. And we wanted forever to act like a fan. Reveal her, Jesus. I will not compromise Mm -mm. on getting a woman of God. You don't have to. And Father, I declare for his future wifey. Thank you for preserving her. This season, I declare miracles and manifestations. See, you're selling scripts. And you're unique. You ain't like nobody else. I, I noticed that right away. You being true to who you are, you're going to attract. Mm. It's a Hebrew word, chayil, and it was translated wealth, and it means people. It means men, it means resources, and it means means. I'm Lateris R. Whitfield, and this is the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. Welcome to the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. I'm your host, Lateris R. Whitfield. Man, are you still shacking up with us? If you're still shacking up with us, can you just hit that subscription button and subscribe? Make sure you turn on your notification bell so you'll be notified about upcoming episodes. And if you listen to us on streaming platforms such as Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, make sure you subscribe to those streaming platforms, leave a review. And um, so a lot of people can learn about the Dear Future Wifey podcast. We consistently stay top 10 on Apple Podcasts. So uh, let's keep it that way. Man, today's episode is going to be great. I'm a fan of this show, and so it's, it's an honor to have these guests on the podcast because, you know, I always want to know how much is real, how much is TV, how much is reality, and how much is real life. And so I brought this couple on because they're going to keep it lit. Y'all know the show mantra is we keep it lit. We live intentionally and transparently, and so <laughs> it don't get no litter than this and uh so we about to keep it litty welcome to the dear future wifey podcast my new homies Simone Redwine and Rashid Floyd what's going on people thank you for having what's us what's going on sir thank you so much man <laughs> man listen man I met y'all um I met y'all a couple of weeks ago in Houston mm -hmm. uh at a cocktails and conversation event uh that I was hosting and 
Y'all some y'all y'all some opinionated folk. <laughs> I'm like, I like boy, they gonna keep. I like people who like to share their views yes, and their opinions. Yeah. So I, I love that. Um, y'all were on the hit show owns Ready to Love. Yeah. And um, today we're gonna name this episode Ready to Marry. Yeah. Okay. Ready to marry. Okay. Ready to marry. Um, now I'm gonna tell you, y'all are the first couple. That I'm aware of. Now you can correct me if I'm wrong, but y'all are the first couple that I'm aware of that actually made it to an engagement on the show Ready to Love. Is that accurate? Facts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um I saw the season premiere and they had you guys on there, and that's when the big proposal went down. Uh, some people felt like it happened before that because y'all also have a YouTube channel right. where y'all, you know, y'all share y'all journey and talk about stuff or whatnot. So uh, let's go ahead and come out the gate. What came first, the proposal on the show or what <laughs> they saw on the YouTube channel? Definitely the proposal show. on the show. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was proposal on the show. As many people know, and some people don't, a lot of this stuff is recorded months and right. months ahead of time. So I get the confusion, but everything is organic. We're not actors. It was, it was <laughs> not at all. I said Simone falling on her knees. Yeah, yeah, Simone falling on her knees like that crying. I said, ain't no woman just going <laughs> to duplicate that twice. Right. I couldn't. Yeah, no, I couldn't. Not at all. No, it all happened on the same day. Yeah. It just aired later. So yeah. first was that during the day, and then after he surprised me with the best surprise engagement party ever and flew in 30 of our closest friends and family to enjoy that that evening for dinner and drinks. Yeah, Why was that important sure. to fly them in? Man, you know what? Um, one, this was all a surprise. She had no idea that she was going to get proposed to. Mm -hmm. Who tells somebody in advance, right? <laughs> By the way, I'm proposing you tomorrow. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Right. Just, so be ready. Yeah, yeah, surprise. Surprise. <laughs> so the whole deal was she knew we were going on the show, right? Yeah. yeah. She knew we were going on the Miami season of the, the latest installment of Ready to Love, right? But she all she knew is we were going on as OGs, kind of success yeah. stories, and we were going to kind of coach these new castmates on how to go through the process, right? So with that being said, I was trying to throw her off my trail, okay? So I tried to make her think I was going to propose on her birthday. We don't want men. I know it. We don't want you to do that ever. Don't, first of all, do not propose on our birthdays. And as an attorney, I'm also saying, don't you do that because then it's considered a gift, okay? If you propose on a non-birthday, don't do it on Christmas Eve. It's a gift. We don't got to give it back. If you change your mind, if we change your mind, we'll get to get that ring back. Simone, so you have you having the brothers with a little game, huh? <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. See, that was, that was some free advice. Free. That, was, that was free advice that if you propose to a woman on her birthday that is a gift, you cannot ask for that thing back. Mm -mm. So you got to do it the day after. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Birthday adjacent. Or yeah, adjacent. Like yeah. <laughs> birthday and, adjacent. And my birthday is January 4th, right? So it's right mm -hmm. after Christmas, New Year's, and all that. And I was like, this is so cliche. I literally would be ironing a shirt and be like, Please don't propose on my birthday. Right, right, right. <laughs> she so was guys, like, girl, you're not finna tell me what to do. Right, right, right. So, guys, like, yeah. listen to that, though. Because I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, some yeah. guys didn't know. So, initially, real talk, I was trying to propose <laughs> on, on her birthday. birthday, which is January 4th. This just passed. Yeah. 2023. Okay, so long story short, <laughs> I try to distract her, throw her off, right? Because the network reached out and said, Hey, they see our our um, our story on our uh, Ages and Stages YouTube yeah. channel, right? So it's like, are wedding bells in the future? And I told them, yes, I do plan on proposing January 4th, 2023. Stop. What did they see on the YouTube channel that made them feel like this was right. last? So we share a lot on our on our channel. Yeah. It's called Ages and Stages. And what we do, it's a relationship-based relationship podcast where we talk about 
things that we go through at different ages and stages of life. We also do reviews of Ready to Love. So we did an episode Good. where we mm-hmm. talked about moving into uh, together with one another to share that with our community yeah. of followers. Yeah. And we've also done things where we had tough conversations. We ex- exchanged credit reports, <laughs> background <laughs> checks, things that people don't that do in so the mad. beginning. Because that made you mad. Oh, yes. Because mine was worse than his. <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm out here doing background checks on people because that's what I do. I love Good. my friends. I background check their boyfriends without their consent. And then... <laughs> That's what love look like. I only, love tell love. Him, I only tell him if I find something bad. If all is good, we don't have anything to discuss. Yeah, I mean, good. So I run it. It got the nerve to tell I got an eviction. Eviction? Who? They filed. I got to dismiss. That's what happened, that to, me. Should, that happened to me before. I, right. What happened was they had filed, but I paid before. Exactly. You know, it was that, and that was sitting on there for years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That was in '90s. That was in '98. He still holds that over my day. He said, yeah. "You the one with a criminal record." Right. <laughs> it became criminal. It's a criminal record. It came up on the criminal background yeah, check. Back the criminal side. Yes, yes, the eviction. It came in on that. I was like, it, the police didn't even tell me or nothing. I only had one guy call the police on me, and even then, I wasn't arrested. That's for a different day. Right. We still we tell that story. Before. Yeah. Let's focus so, on that. So the reason we did all this, man, is because I've been divorced, right? Yeah, me too. And we didn't have those tough conversations up front. Exactly. It was all lollipops and rainbows. Yeah. So I'm like, let's have the tough conversations up yes. front, and let's share that with the people. Yeah. Because they have followed our journey. They love us from the show. Let's continue that. So that's why we call it Ages and Stages. So with that, they they have seen all that, right? <laughs> so my crazy self was planning on proposing um, January 4th for her <laughs> birthday. On her birthday in so, 2023. 2023. Yeah. So anyway, I <laughs> distract her by, hey, I'm going to do something big for your birthday. Let me get all of your friends. who these. Are, I need your most important friends, not associates, not people you just met on the way in, mm-hmm. right? Not two weeks ago. <laughs> So I get those names. So that's what I did. I was able to invite. Yes. So I was able to invite them to Miami in January for this surprise party. The reason why I did that was because what woman doesn't want to share that experience with her friends and family, right? Thoughtful. It's different to just make a phone call or FaceTime. I wanted something tangible so she could hug her mom and dad, hug her best friends, right? So that's how I set that up. And then I knew I told everybody, hey, make her think that this is for her birthday. Yeah. Right? So go ahead, baby. Yeah, so it was really beautiful that he had done that because I'm a traveler. I love traveling. The first episode of Ready Love, they told me (laughs) up because I ran around asking all the men, do you have a passport? You sure did do that. You sure did. Because I'm a firm believer. How are you going to tell me I'm the prettiest girl in the world? You ain't never been nowhere. Oh, wow. Okay. First of all, (laughs) and secondly, it's a nice way to say, sir, do you have any felonies? Because you ain't got no, you can't be traveling. And you, sir, do you have any child support arrears? Because you can't get on no plane when you, boy, I'm trying to tell you. So it's a three for one, ladies. It's a three for one. Another free game. Free game right there. I love that we were on a trip and we could do that but him being able to get my family out there it made me feel so loved because I'm the oldest of three I'm used to being the one to like look out for others and I often don't want to inconvenience others where's your family from Round the corner. Where? Say that loud. Say that. Yeah, Dallas, Texas. That's what I'm talking about. Where we at? So yeah, Simone from here. And so to get my daddy, this was on a Wednesday. To get my daddy, my daddy is a Dallas Oak Cliff OG. Okay, (laughs) my daddy's from the West Dallas Project. Lead, water, lead poisoning, and all. Okay, he done been through some things. Yes. So you cannot get him on an airplane on a random Wednesday if somebody is not dead. You know, you got to go to a funeral. And so that was just wonderful to get all of those people out and to celebrate with this. So that also let me know, like, he sees me, he hears me, he hears 
even what I don't say. That's so, good. yeah, I flew down here to Dallas, uh, surprised, and, and oh. sat with her parents and did it formally, man. Asked the parents for their hand in marriage yes. and hold on yards. Because um, I'm a traditionalist, man. Yes. I was raised that way. Me too. I flew out. Uh, you know, I made her think I was delivering a car because that's why I fly all over the country yeah. delivering the cars and stuff to people. Um, so I told her, hey, I got this big client. I need to fly into Dallas. Her mom actually picked me up. <laughs> and I came and sat, spent the night at her parents' house. You did? Her, yeah. the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is talked dope. Talked to her parents, talked to both of them. Her dad kicked the mom out the room. I'm like, oh, boy. He said, let's talk. Yeah, let's go. But, man, he gave me something so profound, bro. What did he say? Man, I'm going to use this. If we ever have a child, a daughter. So I'm talking to him. He said, listen, I've been married a long time. Things happen. Y'all going to not like each other on certain days and, and months, and you're going to get on each other's nerve. But just do the work. It's hard work. But promise me this. If something goes awry, something goes wrong, return her back to me how you found her. I was like, bars. I was like, say no more, OG. I'm like, and I told him, I'm stealing that. I said, you don't have to explain. Any, I don't need any more context. Bars. Listen, I wrote, bars. A, I wrote a note to my, I wrote a uh, contract to my, my. now he's my son-in-law. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter just got married a couple, well, on December the 30th. Okay, congrats. Uh, 26 yes. years old. And so they went to college together. And I, you know, his father isn't present in his life. And okay. so I was, you know, the father figure in his life. And when I dropped him off at college, I said, return her how I sent, I said, I said, return her how I sent her unopened. <laughs> right. I wrote him a note. He, she hates that to this very day. Yes. I said, "Listen, I ain't gave you the. Hey, I did not give you to him yet. And mm-hmm. I said, you still own. You know, I, I own you. <laughs> yeah, you belong sure. to me. And but they, they talked about that at the uh, at the at the wedding uh, a couple of weeks ago. And his, his mom was like, "I hate it when she said that." Mm-hmm. I said, "That's what fatherhood looks like. Yeah. I don't need, you, I don't need yeah. your permission. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I love that. And so what he was saying is that whatever happens in this marriage. You know, I want you to make sure that you protect her heart throughout and make sure that if y'all, God forbid, that it didn't work out, that she's not so traumatized from it, from some toxic behavior that you had that now you she's broken and destroyed and it's going to take years for her to recover. And so uh, that's an amazing thing for him to say, because he gave you grace. He gave you grace in that statement to be able to, he didn't threaten you. No. If you do this, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, all that stupid stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That don't, that, that don't no. ever work. No, it no. doesn't no. work and it doesn't help. <laughs> no. You know, right. I feel like I can't come to you. This one tattletales on me. Oh, don't go on time. You, you, you be telling the daddy on them? Oh, yeah, they love me. I, man, they think and I hung the moon. I know it because daddy would come and be like, how you doing, baby girl? I was like, I'm fine, daddy. Is everything okay? Yeah. Listen, listen, baby girl, I just, uh, just want to tell you, you know, don't be so hard on that man, you know? He really trying. He, he going through some things, you know? You got to, you know, watch how you talk to people, too, because it is like, yes, sir. How does that feel for him to say that? Wonderful. Why? I am, one, I'm glad that they have the relationship. And two, I know he's right. <laughs> That's I good. I, I, but I'm a person who lets the people who I know love me give me feedback. Yes. Because they, uh, to love me, you have to let me be me. Like, I have a big personality. Oh, yeah. Yes, you do, Simone. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, so I know I the, the few times, right? <laughs> and I'm one of those people, you can't correct me on everything or I won't listen to you. Yeah. But I know that the few times that my friends come and say, hey, let me talk to you about something. I know that they mean it with love. Good. And half the time, they're probably kind of scared. Like, how's she going to respond? Pop off on so, me. So, yeah. So I know that they really mean it. And then I really love that in some of our toughest times, he has called my mom and my sister and said, how can I best communicate with Simone? That's good. That's good, King. Yeah. yeah and I good. thought about it. I was The first time I found out that he did that, I said, wow, 
I'm proud of myself for not cussing him out. Yeah, because, because the first it, thing, like, why are you telling them about Right, why are you telling them my business? <laughs> like a younger, a 21-year-old, yes. immature Simone would not have received it for the blessing it is, which is he feels he has a village who Good. will hear him process, and it's not going to be a Simone is always right, I even love though... It. I'm their family. And I think because we have tools like that, I'm very excited about our marriage. When I tell you that's beautiful, I need people to hear that. I need that to resonate with people. Because at the end of the day, we invite all these people to the ceremony. We have all these people. Sometimes they have the bride side on one side, the groom side on the other side. They come together, they walk down the aisle, families merge. But then the process getting to that place, you don't give people the space and the grace to be able to speak into y'all uh, so that y'all can ensure getting there. And then to form a village around you that you can help. I ain't talking about telling everybody all your business, right. but the people that you know that re really, really can see both y'all and have y'all's best interests and said, yeah. we're going to make this relationship the main thing. It's not a Rashid thing. It's not a Simone thing. I see that y'all love each other. Let's help keep y'all together. And when y'all feel that y'all have the support of y'all's community, pulling y'all together and rooting y'all on and yeah, supporting y'all. Y'all will never see the courthouse in a 100%, divorce. 100%, man. And never. that village I used, I leaned on to help this whole surprise. Because she's an attorney. She almost caught me a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she knows you now, bro. Like, man, I, I had, turn in. Man, had people call me, say, hey, Rashi, she, she gave oh, me the close. Yeah, tell my Ashley. So I'm put a ring on it. Man, they how, what happened? How, how, how were you catching wind of it? So, okay, so <laughs> I started, he was being too nice to me, really. <laughs> That's what it was, buddy. He would be a too nice. All right, so we always had this thing. He's too too nice. I, I've always wanted him to pay for me to get my hair and my nails, and I've never yeah. really had a guy do that except for, like, a drug dealer, but they don't really count. <laughs> I right, exactly. That system. I, love, like I love your little comments you throw yeah, out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little drug dealer. Yeah. And when a guy called the police on me, but we don't even talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> He's moved away. He's not in the district anymore. He's fine. Uh, oh, yeah, there's other jurisdictional issues. So, <laughs> so his thing was, he was like, I was like, babe, don't you want to pay for me to get my hair and nails done? Because he's like fancy. And I was like, oh, maybe I can have like the fancy life without, you know, the felony <laughs> issues. And... He was like, um, he was like, tell my uh, philosophy right now. He yeah. was like, baby, I love you, and you know, I will do anything for you, and I will work really hard for you. But I feel like that's personal maintenance, <laughs> like that's hygiene. You need to get your hair, your nails done, your hair done. Now I will supplement it. I, he'll send me a cash app. Be like, here you go, go do it. He's yeah. like, but that's not my responsibility. That is not my household chore. Because, <laughs> and I was like. Man, that's ridiculous. Because he gets his pedicure and his nails, like the clear or whatever, yeah. pretty regularly. So I was like, well, you could just invite me. He said, I'll invite you. But first, you got to do it yourself. Because I'll be, <laughs> be in there at Walgreens getting the stuff and trying to do it myself. Right now, like, look at y'all. It's been rough. But... So what happened was the like the week before, but the week before we were going down to Miami to film, I said, "Oh, baby, you think uh, this week you could take me to get a pedicure?" He goes, "Sure." I said, "Oh, God, he's gonna propose." So I called my girlfriend. I said, "Ashley, I think he's fit to do it." She said, "Why?" She said, "Cause he said he's gonna pay for my pedicure." Now, mind oh, you, you Ashley, that, that let you know that he was right. gonna propose. Yeah, because he was gonna pay for the pedicure. Now, mind <laughs> you, Ashley knew about it. Ashley was one of the invite invitees. She was one of the invitees, <laughs> and so lovely, <laughs> she knew about it and she loved it. So she was like, "This my crazy friend, who's also brilliant." And she <laughs> you know she knew I was real smart. So she, but she was like, "Oh, girl." <laughs> Yeah, pedicure. Maybe he don't want you on TV with crusty feet and broken, you know, halfway yeah. falling off 
press on nails. I was like, oh, she was like, because you ain't even shot for a ring. Like, she was really, she was like, have you even shot for a ring? I was like, no. She's like, does he even know your size? I was like, well, no. She was like, does he know what style? I was like, no. She was like, girl, he not finna get you no ring. I was like, oh my God, he's not. Then she got got mad. Then I got mad. Then she got mad, call you cussing out. I got so mad. I called and I cussed him out. I told you. I said, this is ridiculous. You just got me living in sin, shaking up. I deserve better than this. I don't know that I can take you seriously. And I, I am angry and I mean these words. I mean all of them. So what would you say? He got you living in sin? He got me living in sin. <laughs> Indefinitely. Right, right, right. I'm a lawyer. I'm barely going to get into heaven anyway. And here you go. Just making sure I don't mi- cross over the threshold. <laughs> I was livid. And then I said, you know what? This is ridiculous. If you're not proposing, then I'm going to the Essence Festival this year. <laughs> He's like, what the hell does that got to do right. with anything? How do those <laughs> correlate? And I was like, you know what? Go. Take your cell phone. He said, take, no, use another said, word. take your behind off. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, take go on. Take. You're not going to rush me to do nothing. <laughs> go on in. You sound crazy. And he hung up in my face. <laughs> Mind you, it's a week before our Miami trip before she's actually about to get this ring. And I'm going to but myself she, did she like... she make you mad for real? Yeah, she made me mad. I'm like, girl, relax. Like, sometimes, you know... What'd you say? You ain't finna rush me to do nothing yeah, at all. And that was a real so talk. he was gonna do the next week anyway. Yeah, you know? he's like... Oh, and I was so serious. He goes... It, so he called you back. He said, I shouldn't have hung up in your face. <laughs> he was like, but that sounds crazy. I said, well, I just want to be clear. He was like, why... Oh, what God. does Essence Festival have... I said, well... I thought that you were taking me seriously, so I, I'm not giving you two government holidays in a row. You want my 4th of July, and you want my Memorial Weekend. That's right. unreasonable. Because his son's his son's birthday is Memorial Weekend. I gave him the entire weekend. Do you know, there was, some, there was an entity that was going to pay me to wear a bikini yeah. and run around in the Dominican Republic for free. For free on a beach. Celebrate Memorial Weekend, you know, at one of those, you know, single people events. And I said, no, I'm trying to get a ring. All I facts. I was angry. I was very, I was but unhappy. Leading said, up to that, you said, I'm some... not giving you two government yeah. holidays. I that. that was unreasonable. <laughs> enough is enough. Mind you, I already got the ring, designed everything, oh, sitting there, ready to go. He was like, this like, is ridiculous. You chose to give me that government holiday. <laughs> he was like, it was my son's birthday. It was Memorial Weekend. <laughs> and it wasn't until this moment that I realized how right. ridiculous I sounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said this moment? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then we had. God, I put him through a lot. I had the oh, real God. come to Jesus meeting after that. I'm Remember so, what I told you? What you, you say? did. What you say? So I was like, it, listen. No, I'll tell you, yeah. I know what you want to do. You say it, you But say what it. I told her, I said, listen, <laughs> I told you when we first started dating, I am not going to waste your time. I'm very intentional. Good, teach. Because I value marriage. I'm yes. a better man married. I value it. Yes. So I'm not going to waste your time or mine. We're at different, pardon the pun, ages and states. I'm not going to do that. I'm intentional yes. about it. And though, so we're going down the right path. Just sit your behind down and <laughs> relax. Like... I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a real man. Like I'm not gonna play you like that. And then you can, you can yeah, elaborate and, on what and I And he t- said, and you sent me a text that said, "I'm not like these other brothers that you have dealt with. I'm not gonna tolerate this immature foolishness." Teach, I, he said, "I love you, and I'm going to expect the best out of you." 
this immature behavior will not work. It is unacceptable and you need to do better. And I was like, oh. he was like, I love you. I will marry you one day, but it will be on my time when I am ready. And when I believe that I can give you the life that you deserve. Ooh. And then I was like, yes, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's okay, baby. I, I don't gotta go to the Essence Festival. Right. <laughs> I ain't gotta go to the Essence Festival. And I gave them two government a holiday. I gave yeah, them baby. two government. When you say ages and stages, what's the age difference between the two of y'all? Um, we're at, let me see. I'm 45. Don't take my age. <laughs> Y'all have a whole right podcast. About five years. Five-ish right five five years. Five-ish years. Five -ish. Five -ish. I'm, I'm, I'm five the elder. Five I'm older. Five to seven. Five to seven. Five right. to seven. You're going to make the stretch. You yeah, know, she said COVID uh, stole two years from her. They yeah. Did. So they she's really going to repeat a couple of them. She's going to repeat a couple of them. That's correct. And so when y'all look at that, when y'all look at that journey of that, um, could she have done anything in that moment to interrupt you actually proposing the next week? No. <laughs> no, no, I'm locked in. I was locked in. Um, and I, I just, but you have to accept the person and know their personality and know <laughs> what their triggers are and how to kind of center them and bring it back. So with that, having those conversations with her mother and sister, that was real, bro. Like, are they, are they told I you knew how, how to operate? communicate with her. And I knew, What did they say? What did they say to teach you how um, to communicate? With her mother, man, her mother, I mean, she doesn't get too high or too low. And I called her. She said, yeah, mm -hmm, that's her. Mm -hmm. She said, well, well, baby, this is what you do. And this is how you do it. You have to meet her where she's at sometimes. And you have to be matter of fact with her. Because mm. she's brilliant. She went to Cornell Law. Like, <laughs> Oak Cliff educated, Ivy League educated. Okay. Yeah, so I call Oak her Cliff all the time. educated, Ivy League educated. Right. She so got the best of both worlds. Of both, I call all the time. She's the. She's going to um, cut you in there and represent yes. herself. In the, in the so, oh, I, I always told him, I said, baby, you don't have to worry. I will never murder you. <laughs> I'm just going to have a very expensive slip and fall in your mansion. Yes. I am. And then I'm going to make an insurance claim and I'm going to be a millionaire and then I'm going to own it. She never wants to lose her bar life. Yeah, I'm going to own it and you can't bring no little girlfriends over there no more. No. You'll be alive though. She got little girlfriends over there. I call her the Ivy League educated Cardi B. <laughs> That's it. She's the best of all. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. So I so have with to mom. give her. I have to give her things that she can understand. Good and clarify those things. Once she understands it and wraps her mind around it, and they'll take. She'll go into her whatever closet she needs to go in. Yes. Whether that be prayer closet or crazy closet, <laughs> you decide. And she'll come out and she'll say, "You know what? I heard you. I apologize." And this, 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 this. And that's how I learned to communicate with her. So you will come back and apologize tomorrow. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah, she does. You have to. I think that like. When you when you think you're right all the time, then you're wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you're never the problem, then you're how the problem. You, you're, the, you're the problem. <laughs> how are you ever gonna get any better, right? If yeah. people can't critique you, if you can't go back and say, "Oh, I could have done this differently," yeah. even if what you do differently is just pick a different person, like yeah. pick somebody, don't call the police on you. You know, that's just that's one thing you can do different. Mm -hmm. Pick somebody that ain't gonna call the police. <laughs> So let's reverse engineer this. How did we get here? How did yeah. we get to this Ooh. whole engagement? Y'all were on a show called Ready to Love. What was y'all's connection during that moment? We got a chance to witness some of those moments. Right. But take us back there. Yeah. Go ahead, babe. You I, I think I started with being very, very ready to love. In fact, at the top of the year, I was dating a poor person. And it was... Um, <laughs> 
We were, Simone, I was living in Dallas. You got to quit throwing shade yes. while you're talking. You always throw a shade. Okay, while... but this is very important, ladies. <laughs> when you're, when you're, when you're, was... beginning of 2020. So okay. 2020, you were dating a really, you were dating a poor person. He was poor. And, well, uh, and poor. it was, and it, it was, he was just like really content with it. And he felt that it was my responsibility to just be more patient with him. He was like 40 at the time. And I was like, sir, tell for some results. You know, the rapture could come any day now. And uh, he was, he wouldn't get out of my house. Uh, he wouldn't pay anything towards my mortgage. He was like, what's well, your mortgage? You were going to pay it anyway. He said it. He said, well, it was your mortgage. You were going to pay it anyway. <laughs> I thought you'd give me some time to get on my feet. But those were his words. Wow. I met him drunk in the Dominican Republic. I blame oh, Jack Daniels. There she goes again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drop but he went level. to Morehouse. So, like, he had a foundation. And I, I, I reviewed his resume. And his the criminal background? Uh, uh, yeah, that was good. That was good. That was good. He worked in finance, so I knew it couldn't be too bad. So he moved to Texas, allegedly, for me. He was who I was dating at the beginning of the year. And it had gotten so bad that to get him out, I had to, uh, I would, like, leave town. And I had one of the Google Nests. And I would turn the heat up really, really high. <laughs> Like sweat him out, like it was hot yoga. Rihanna over there. But on the Kitty Avenue. Rihanna's the technical director. She over the left. Bro. (laughs) I had to sweat this Negro out of my home. Oh God, I can't take it. Why? And I just said, I can't live like this. Like dating in Dallas just wasn't for me. It it hadn't worked. I said, I have to take my talents elsewhere. (laughs) So how long did that last? Yeah. So. Like a month later, within 30 days, I made a plan. I was like, where can I move to where I don't have to take the ball Oh, you again. moved away from him for I that reason? Away, yeah. I moved away from Dallas. I moved from him. I said, just the quality, <laughs> it was that bad. I said, because these men, I'm going to go to jail behind them. I'm going to go to jail behind them. And we know my Aunt Joy, she went to jail behind that one man with no legs. She yes. got him cheating in her house. He had no legs. Had audacity to be cheating in her house. I'm telling you, dog. Up there off Silver Avenue. She's the best storyteller. Like, all this is like, that's why people love listening to our YouTube channel. (laughs) She's saying that your aunt caught a man cheating on her in in the house with no legs. He had no legs. He got no legs. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Show him. Show him, man. (laughs) She caught him in the bed with another woman. Sitting there like the. <laughs> then what does she do? Since you already started the story, what does she do? This is the significant part of the story. I have to sit like this the whole time just while I say this part. So then, well, she was she was cogent. So she really believed in the Lord. And she felt there were bad spirits because she walked in on him with another woman. So she set the house on fire and she stole his crutches and she ran out of the house. No, she did. No, yes, she did. You can Google it. Her first name is Joyce. I don't remember her last name at the time. She's had like seven aliases. But it's my auntie Joyce. And, and, so, and so then the girlfriend, that uh, the girlfriend had to pick him up and carry him out of the house. Now, luckily, this was in the 80s when they really didn't care about black on black crime. <laughs> they didn't. So we were able to show her her paperwork, like her, you know, her crazy paperwork to show that it was just a minute. She got allegedly she got into some bad crack when she ran away at 15. No, this is this is my real family. This is true. 
Stop she said I do. Yeah, and this is what he signed up for. So yeah. I, I just say that to say all of that was these, well, where are we another. Going? How did we get here? It was an example of bad Dallas dating. It was an example of why I ran and away I'm from Dallas dating. I'm sorry. I was. It, it was an example of how difficult oh, dating in Dallas was for me. But she had to move. She had to I take her to talents Houston, elsewhere. And I met him within three months of moving. I met him. Um, and you met him before I, the show. Uh, I, briefly, I met you. I saw you at like. Something we didn't meet though. Like, it yeah, was, I didn't meet him. Like, yeah. I, I saw him around town. And then it was like, I think you had that hat on too. I didn't like that hat. No, it was a different color. <laughs> I don't Shout like out to my guy, on. Keith and James. Wait, 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 the wait, hat wait. is very nice. It's the head shape. Like, there's a different shape that's more flattering. Continue. Okay. My point is, <laughs> excuse me. When we met on set, I was like, okay, this is what I came down here for. You know, he had a degree, he had a passport. And actually, ladies, one of the things that I really wanted after I turned like 35 is I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to make an excellent second wife. You said that. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Tell me why. So, Tell me why. Because I've heard. Let me ask. I'm say this. Yes. I've heard women say that men make better second husbands. So the second time they get married, they're better. Why do you think that for you to even say that before yes. that? I believe that because first, I believe there's only two types of divorced men that want to remarry. There's only two types of divorced men, those who want to remarry and those who don't. And the ones who do want to remarry are so um, deliberate. They're so intentional because they don't want to make that mistake again. Mm. So they, and they come with this lack of, I hate the word, we all use it all the time, narcissism. They come with this lack of it because they know that something could have been done differently before. That's good. So they work to tweak and figure out, okay, what were some of the things that I should have done differently? And then as I enter my new relationship, I'm going to focus on honing and correcting and doing better than I could have done before and know that I can't possibly be always right. Because if I was, I wouldn't be I'd divorced. still be married. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I said, let me get one of them. Give me one of them. So y'all see each other on the show. We see yeah. the first interaction that y'all had. Yeah. Take the people. Some people may have not uh, seen the show. Yeah. So mm -hmm. take them back to that yeah. first encounter. Yeah, let me take the mic for a minute. Please. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yes. So no, anyway. So we're going to send, and they, they bring us in individually, and yeah. we start uh, mingling. And I saw this pretty little thing. You know, she had a you know nice... Uh, dress on and all this kind of stuff. And I'm past the cliche stuff. Dog. Like, let's be one of them. I'm a guy. We're visual. Yeah. I got to see you first. I've Facts. never been accused of having bad eyesight <laughs> at all. Like, I said, okay, yeah, how you doing? So I come up to her. She got this little Southern Belle. She could turn that on too, the little Whitney Gilbert hey, yeah. type stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, hey, how you doing? So we were having drinks. I said, hey, how are you? And I forget what she said. And she's like, uh, I'm doing good. Da, da, da. She said, I'm here for love. I said, oh, really? You are? She said, well, what makes you think that? Because I'm looking at it. I said, well, okay, shoot. <laughs> oh, I remember shot. that. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we started talking. Okay. Okay. She was, she was witty. I love witty. I'm a yeah. simple sexual, bro. Me I too. love witty. Boom. Me let's, too. Bounce, let's, let's, you know, have that interaction. Let's volley back and forth. So at that point, I was like, okay, interesting. Check. And then let me circle back around because we was all moving and grooving. So we get in the midst of things. I start hearing as she starts talking to the other guys. Ooh. Simone asking all these questions, passport and and this and the third, and you got any baby mamas and stuff like that. Yeah, I was looking and for then, passports and illegitimate children. Right. So then we start talking. I tell her, yo, I'm divorced, right? She said, okay, great. I think I'll make a great second wife. She, why not? 
hundred. So I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. She's you like, said that then? Yeah, I did. And I was I like, um, and then I have one child. I have one son. I said, okay. She's like, um, well, that's fine. You're divorced, so you fit my criteria. I said, what do you mean? <laughs> I was like, she said, I either like a man where the baby mama's dead or he's divorced. I said, dead? Yeah. Like, in the divorced ground? Or your baby mama dead. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell? I've or never cremated. heard that logic. Mm-hmm. And she explained <laughs> Later yeah, on in the show, they never showed that little clip. <laughs> it was outtakes. They never showed the little clip. I don't know why. That's TV that's, gold. That's, that, I'm telling you. Dead that or, or divorced or in the ground. That's yeah, they have to me. be divorced or your baby mama is dead. That's what I want. Yeah, I don't want nobody who's just running around, you know, just, what they call it? Can I say nothing? Yeah. Run, run around nothing to people and yes. just creating families yes. and leaving them. No, I want to see that you've tried. Even, you know, if it didn't work, that you tried, that you family plan. I want to know that you can count, you you know, that you pick girls who take their medicine or, or you know, whatever <laughs> like that. But I want to see you make good choices. <laughs> and so as compared to like we had another castmate, he had five children, five different women. And I was like, okay, well, that's not quite my style. First of all, that's expensive. I know how child support's calculated. That's five different households you have to support but I was like yeah I can come on in there and ladies let's be realistic right at this point I'm in my late 30s and I want to have my preference was two kids so if he comes with one there we go that's one that I don't have to be stretched out for you know so I was like good He's got one. I can add two. I can have boom my two his his child was seven. The other thing that I like about <laughs> I'm for real Simone, I like you better now than I did from the show. Oh, so many people, I love that you. because thank you. Yeah, one you didn't get to see all of her. Yeah, right? she's a lot at first. So yeah, in the beginning, I love this person. It turns some people you. off, right? So to to the story where how we got to this point, some of the guys because we get in a guys' lounge, yeah. some of the guys were turned off by yeah how aggressive she can be or a big yeah, personality. I love it. But one that didn't like. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I, I live in my like masculinity. Like, yeah. well, let's let's rock. Let's talk. But at the same time, I was like, whoa, she's a bit much. And that's a little different from yeah. what I had been used to, right? Right. So when get the other talking. So I'm not gonna let anybody shape my opinion of somebody else. I want to yes. find out and delve deeper. By myself. So she was already on my list of someone I was interested in, along with a couple of other ladies on the show, right? And so behind the scenes, I'm trying to, yo, I want to go on a date with Simone. I want to go date with Simone. And me and her would talk about it. I want to go date with you. I want to go date with you. But they have their story arc. And mm. We weren't able to to gather to get with one another quick enough, right? Yeah. So eventually, we got which everybody fell in love with the back of the truck date. Yes, right? that was beautiful. Which was dope. I was able to set up. I'm in the car business. We got an old car. Was that was that your idea? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I still have. He actually wrote a note um, on a piece of paper and slid it under my room door, and I still have it. It was like asking me to meet him the next day at that time for yeah. that date. Right, so on so the like show, that's, that's a that's a Latarius move right there. I just want you to know, like you sit up in the back right. of the truck. So you know what I'm saying? On the show, it's like she shot her shot and asked me out. Meanwhile, I had already told her, "Let's go out." She was like, "Cool, let's go out, let's go out." But it made it seem like she shot her shot first, which is fine, cool. But um, so we have the date, and that's when we really truly started to fall in love. Yeah, I saw because it, it was open, yeah, it was honest. Can, that you was can real. See it. You can see that mode. Like yeah. it was no cap, no nothing. Yeah. So fast forward. People like to, you know, people in the internet like to throw jabs. Well, you yeah. were second pick. You were second pick. She never was that. If you see that, the way Ready to Love is is formatted, it's a I get you can get, get outvoted. Yes. And by that time, all the cats was ready for Simone to go. She yeah. was run everybody <laughs> yeah. the wrong way. I guess Except I for me. I didn't like them. I them didn't have passports. Another had that kids that had no business having. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't right. So I was the only one. <laughs> it wasn't right. 
Right. right. It wasn't so right. on the show, in the men's lounge, I was like, yo, Simone is becoming my number one. I would love for her to stay a couple more days or weeks <laughs> to, to, for me to delve a little deeper. But everybody, I got outvoted. She got to go. Right. So she was never, I was already there with her. But I was also speaking truth to some of the ladies about some of the men, their behavior mm -hmm. that they should just like, I wasn't, I'm not going to tell you don't date this person. I'm just going to say, Hey, you should just be aware. For example, I had seen that there was a particular guy who, who he was changed, depending on whose face he was, who he was in front of. And so I just said, you know, just be aware of that. Fast forward. It wasn't until the finale that what I said proved to be true. Right. But so it was funny that, yeah, there were some guys who were like, oh, she over here telling my girl the truth. And there's <laughs> other ones who were just like, she's just not for me. And I'm I'm cool with that. But I also I get tickled when I hear, oh, you're I would never date someone if I was their second choice. Listen, if Go ahead, because yeah. I, I have something to say about I that. Look, Everybody, I, for the I most part. I want to hear from the male's That's what I'm saying. Do you know how I many, do you know, unless you met the, the first person you met in your life, you decide to marry, <laughs> yeah. we're all people, 100th choice, 50th yeah. choice. Yeah. It's like, that don't even, that's such an immature statement. Yeah, people just trying I to I agree. Out. And I yeah. also feel like my philosophy is he's with her because he hadn't met me yet. But, 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 but I tell you, that's how I feel. Yeah. Shoot. Because I, you can't, if they haven't, if they haven't, if you haven't allowed him, like in that situation, there was only so much of him I allowed him to know of me. Yeah. So it's not even like he was rejecting me. You can't reject somebody you don't know. Talk about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, in that truck, I was able to see how dope she was. And that's why now you and the world are seeing. Yeah. She's, man, she's special, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's dope. And, and what's like, so dope about it is that I always say everybody don't have to get your person. That's why it's your person. Because yes. at the end of the day, then you're going to be competing with everybody taking their attention anyway. Mm -hmm. And and if it's your person and y'all click in ways that y'all never clicked with anybody else, then y'all get each other. That's what makes it such a special relationship. And so that's what I see uh, with you guys. Because at first when, um, you know, when thinking about, interviewing y'all, I was like, what is this dynamic? Because mm -hmm. when I bring people on my podcast, it's very specific. I got to really, I, I like it. We got the click. It's like, it's, it's, they're, they're, they're a part of my journey. This podcast is my online journal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like so that. it's my online journal as I discover, uncover, and recover love. So people that I bring on the podcast are people that either represent my past, my present, or my future, something I desire to obtain in love. And so with y'all, uh, by being a place where one of the days I want to, I'm developing uh, a reality show. Mm -hmm. But in the reality show that I'm trying to develop is how to create real authentic connections uh, instead of making it so much of a competition type of thing. Right. Right, and okay. so I was like, will this actually work? Like, what, what, what is birth out of these reality shows? Can you really get true, authentic love? And so it's beautiful that even behind the scenes, y'all had this connection on the show because um, they provided that opportunity. And then after the show, y'all begin to cultivate that. Yeah. So she gets voted off the show. Then what happens? How do you feel? So she gets voted off the show. I'm like, dang. So if people who watched it, I had another love interest at the time, right? I was in kind of a quad triangle or quad whatever. And four people? Yeah, there you go. Um, so so um, it was a, another young lady, and she was interested in myself and another guy, right? Right. And then at this point, we're going along the process. And I'm a competitor now. 
Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm just. Try, I'm trying to. Win. Yeah, just like, trying to win. I'm trying to win, and she's a great girl. Don't give me yeah. no, no, nothing negative to say about her at all. And the guy, the other guy, she was interested in. Good dude. Me and him communicate. He just sent me a text the other day. Con- congratulations good. on our January sixth, uh, the mm-hmm. reveal of the proposal, right? And um, at this point, I'm like, let's ride it all, ride it all the way out. I don't want to be um, looked upon as a quitter and things of that nature. And once you do that. Uh, own can then write their own storyline because I almost mm-hmm. considered self-eliminating. Yeah. I was this close to self-eliminating. It's like you know what? Let's just ride it out. So a lot of people saw how things went and transpired in the end. When I was um, clearly, I was actually, I mean, I'll give you some real behind the scenes. Come on, talk. So I was about to self-eliminate. They set up a whole um, episode or scene with me and Tommy, me and him by ourselves, like at a fire pit at night. Telling him why I was ready to leave, right? And they were they were okay with it. They were cool. They didn't want me to go. I have my last um, scene with the young lady, and the parents were coming in town, right? And I decided my sister was going to be aired, but we decided to do something a little different because I was feeling something different. Yeah. So I was about to self-eliminate. Everybody could tell that. It was just in my demeanor. Yeah. And her dad was there. And she's like, you don't want me my dad? I started thinking. In a split second, nobody knew I was going to decide to stay. Everybody was ready for me to give my concession speech and walk off. And you don't got the, you got this angel on this side, mm-hmm. the other one. I said, that quick. You know what? If you leave this show, they're going to create their own storyline. You're a quitter. Da-da-da-da-da. You want to work for anything. And I showed. I thought I showed everything. I left it all out there on the field. Showed yeah. how intentional I can be. And I try to communicate well. So you're like, you know what? I'm going to stay and meet your dad. Let me go ahead and stay and meet him. Because <laughs> at that point, it was towards the end anyway. I already knew what her decision was going to be. Yeah. And I respected it. But at that point, it was about me. Let me just end this the right way. Yeah. So that's how it ended. And before she left, if you see when she got let go, <laughs> all my homeboys will tell you this. We were all standing up. It was a group elimination. A guy got eliminated and she got eliminated. She was standing right next to me. And she bear hugged me before she left. And it was the camera, we was already there yeah. for the most part. And she and she left. And she texted me, blah, blah, blah. And she told me this when we got back. She was like, I don't know where me and your road is going to end or or begin or end mm-hmm. or how to what level our relationship is going to be. So all these little girls, you're going to get in your DMs after this show. <laughs> and you're going to travel the world and do what you want to yeah. do. You're going to be this, yeah. you know, this man. This influencer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be in your life one way or another. We're going to be As friends. Or we're gonna be lovers or whatever. I like that. And it'll that's, it'll shake itself out. That's some like, grown folks stuff. That's some right. grown folks stuff. Simone, you grown, grown, aren't you? I'm grown, grown. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Because I felt like like grown folks love isn't it's not just about what makes you happy. It's about what that person needs to feel fulfilled. And in this instance, when um in completing the show, I felt he needed time to cal- like almost like recalibrate. Yeah. To experience what is it like for people to recognize you when you go places. Yeah. I even told him, I said, well, you know, you're so handsome and you're so kind. Who was your childhood? Who was like your college crush? He said, Ashanti. I said, you should go in her DMs. Bro. <laughs> you, you, you was coaching her right now. She's the biggest gasser in the world. Why, 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 why are you doing that? I really did want him to go through. First of all, I knew he was coming back to me. I wouldn't worry about that. Because I, I let him fall in love with my mind before anything else. So I wanted him to have those experiences. Come on, you pimp. Let me find out you a whole pimp out here. Oh, yeah. Well, this is a whole nother story how she tried to pimp KG Smooth from our show. <laughs> that, was, 
was a really good idea. That was. You said go out there, slide her DMs. Because you said you know you knew for a fact he was coming back. I knew he was coming back. Why? Tell me why can you be so sure about that? What I offer, I can't. I can't articulate. You have to just experience it. And I know that it's not for everyone, but largely from the back of the truck date, when I, I, I created a safe, vulnerable place for him. Yes. And I asked him, tell me about one of your insecurities from childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We That's talked about the foundation it of how you love a man. Oh, that's good. Stop. Hold on. Yeah. I'll let that, I need to let that sit there. <sighs> Rashid. What did you feel in that moment? Well, she's telling the truth, man. I was like, wow, this is something new for me. And right, she opened up because I'm I'm jaded at this point. Yes. Right. Because I've been divorced. Yeah. And you know, everybody says you get married to stay married. Right. right. And I took my divorce very hard. Very hard. You know what I'm saying? So I did the work. I did all the counseling. I did yeah. that and worked on myself. And I had to make sure that my son was prepared. First, before I was able able to open my heart to her or anyone at the time. Yes. So I did the work, and I know kind of what I needed to be successful in a new space of chasing a relationship or, or valuing someone and then valuing me. And she gave me that opportunity because, you know, this men, we all the time, we don't feel we always can have a sounding board that we can come and release all of our hopes, dreams, and fears and aspirations to, right? And we may be, we may get some of that, but you don't get all. You need of it to know one, yeah. exactly. You don't what get we all need, of it in right? that one person. Right. When you get that, that's why she could sit back and say, Boom. "He come back." Right. So that she she's not she's telling a hundred percent facts there. But at the same time, she was living her life too. Don't don't, <laughs> oh, don't, don't get it twisted. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. Oh, right. let me tell a story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me tell a story. Yeah, tell us, Rashid, yeah. Go ahead. So throw I, was, the bus. I was out here living. She was too. <laughs> Getting flewed out. We texted. She in Dubai. Next day she in, in, in the Maldives. Maldives. I'm like, hold on. Yeah. I know how frugal you are. You ain't paying for that. <laughs> Not at all. Miss me. Like, miss yeah. me. Don't try to put it all on me. And she was on me, like, bro. And at the same Sabal, time. Sabal, you in the Maldives? Right. Yeah, I was like, hey, you want a FaceTime? Yeah. <laughs> with the ocean in the background. Right. Don't try to play these people. Don't don't, don't count. <laughs> Rashid, she ever try to FaceTime you while she yeah. out on a trip with another dude? Right. Come on, man. So and you at the same no time, feet. you saw no feet. You <laughs> saw no nothing. It was just me. Comes <laughs> to Maldives by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, right? And you had she did have a couple girls with her to camouflage. It. Sure did had one or two. That's right. Man, don't play me. I like. was there for like twenty eight days. Right. I don't got that type of budget. I'm good at twenty eight days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Traveling back and forth to. The- but between Dubai and the Maldives, just living my my best black life. You said for twenty eight days. Yeah. Like man, come well, on. I just, I, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I was I'm effervescent. <laughs> she said, "Don't be trying to fool me." Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, and all this kind of stuff, I'm living. I'm not truly real talk. I'm yeah. trying to stiff armor. Yeah, I can't because she was on me, bro. Don't don't let her. I take, was. Like I was. she was. So I was like, yo, I'm trying to live this best life I got now too. Let's let's pause the break. I know where you at. You know where I'm at. <laughs> right. We know each other gonna be back. Like right. so. Yeah, it was cool though. I think everything happened in the right timing. I man. love it. So how long was that phase? That was the from, I'll be we, back. Okay. We're going to call it the I'll be back. Yeah, like that, that was, yeah. Uh, 
We were both dating other people. I would say it was from around about like, um, what was it? November, December ish yeah. until like March. Right. And I had a girlfriend at the time. So about six months, about yeah. five, yeah. six months. Yeah. Five, six months. Right. Yeah. You had a girlfriend. And you had a boyfriend. Uh, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> she said allegedly. So look, 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 look. Some more inside information. <laughs> She's talking about allegedly. No, hold on. Your mic is off. All right. So um, <laughs> we going to the airport. So I'm going to rewind. So we're in the height of the pandemic, right? We're in the height of pandemic. Yeah. So our episode is so unique. We're the only one that weren't in our city. It's a Houston-based cast, but we were shipped to um, a mountainous, uh, we were at a, a, a lake resort in the northern mountains of Georgia. Yeah. So this was before um, uh, vaccines and everything. Yeah. So they flew us out. We had to get tested twice, uh, wait, three times. A week. Yes. We continue. were. We had to quarantine in our room for five days, bro. It was like we was in printing. They was bringing the food to your door. I'm yeah. doing push ups in the in the in the room because I can't come out, <laughs> right? But anyway, so we all get dropped off. So when the guys we get together, we start talking. Dropped off at the airport. Oh yeah, I got the I got the story. Remember your <laughs> mic is off. So yes, sir. When all when all the fellas start talking, I get some inside information. She gets dropped off at the airport, leaving Houston to start our show by a dude. And kisses, dude. As she like, come on, bye, no. baby. Let me go. He kissed no. me. Semantics, semantics, semantics. So she had a, she had a boyfriend. He was not my boyfriend. Okay, he. What, no, he thought he was. No. What, was, what was he? He was someone I was exploring. I told him we need to see. Jesus wants me to do this. <laughs> Jesus, we gonna see what Jesus has in store for us. Okay. <laughs> So at the end of this experience, oh we would determine where our relationship would go at that point. Did y'all have any agreement where he said, hey, don't be falling in love with nobody. Don't be sleeping with nobody. Don't be whatever. I, I couldn't make him any promises. I said, I'm not your girlfriend, so don't do not do that. Uh, he asked, before that, he asked me like, to go by his granny's house and stuff. I said, well, I don't think we should do that. It wouldn't be right. We don't want to confuse that woman. <laughs> She's on the last leg. <laughs> Shame on us. I don't want to confuse that one. Shame on us. <laughs> Shame on us. And so you got some inside information. How did that information get leaked with the guys then, huh, Simone? Oh, one of God the guys damn, came. Calfani. Uh, uh, darn it. Mouth. Darn it. He, uh. No, the GD part. Yeah. I said gosh darn. I said gosh darn. But he, uh, not, hater. A hater on our cast. No, he saw more it. than one. Not just him. No. Two people saw him kiss mm, me? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, they so saw those, you do it. Yes. Him, so he got back. It, yeah, yeah they saw. We were. We're all getting there was like nobody at the same in the time. airport. And at that point, nobody was traveling. Yeah, for real, yeah. So you saw other black people. You're like, oh, they're probably going to be on our cast. <laughs> I was like, why? And I was so angry. I was like, why would he do that? I was like, he's already trying to sabotage me. Ugh, that's why we don't go together. <laughs> you said you kissed him. You kissed him and got on the plane. Like, oh, yeah. here, here we go. I'm going yeah. to go see for myself. Yeah, we go. like, you're not my boyfriend. That's why I was like, you don't get to nominate yourself my boyfriend. I get to consent, you know? He had some uh, reason to believe that he was your boyfriend. Don't act like this man got boyfriend escaped from the loony bin. No, we just were dating. Him, like, come on now. I had known him for 20 years. He should have expedited that process. That's, that's not my fault. That's not my fault. He should have been picked me or vice versa. You don't get to squeeze in here because it's a pandemic and you're bored. That pandemic love was something else. Oh yeah. goodness! But, but yes, so you, you, I, was you was just with people by default. <laughs> you like, wow. I see you. Well, but then well. I knew he was serious when I was I was in the Maldives and stuff like that. And he called and he said, "So, so when you coming back?" I said, "Oh, I think I'm gonna come back on Thursday." He's like, "Who finally?" He said, 
You want me to pick you up from the airport? There it is. I said, oh, got him, coach. <laughs> got him. Because nobody wants to pick you up from the airport in this day. They will, a man will send you an Uber. He will, <laughs> he will do a, a lift. He will do anything except for have to go himself, waste his gas, and sit there. Yep. Especially when you're coming back international. Yeah. So when he did that, I was like, oh, this man was raised right, and he misses me. Did you miss him? Yeah, I, I did. did. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did you miss? So while she's sitting over here on this trip, how did you not let your ego get involved? Mm. Man, because I knew I didn't have any claim or attachments on her. Like, I'm not, I've never been one, I've, I'm confident in myself yeah. and what I can bring to the table. I've never been a jealous person. I was like, hey, let, let her live. And because to that point, like, she's going to see I'm, I'm just different, not better. Not worse, just different. So I was okay with that. And like, again, I wasn't sitting at home twiddling my thumb. <laughs> uh, Rashid said, Rashid said, we keep this energy. Yeah, he said, yeah. we're going to match energy yeah, at yeah, this point. Right, we match right. energy. But I saw enough. and was like, okay, let's really pursue this. So when she gets back, let's date with more intention. So you knew that. You knew that at that point that when she came back, you're going to spin it to a different level now. Yeah, and then the they cliche, really you could take it. When she got back, we've been together ever since. Yeah. Yeah. So why was that? What was it? What was it in her absence and that connection that y'all met originally that made you say, "I, I don't, I've been out here in these streets. I done seen for myself. I want her to get back, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm finna start something on a different level." Uh, man, it was, it was a conversation we did have when I guess she stepped away from um, whoever she was visiting. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but she, was, you know what? It's just. <laughs> She said, hold on real quick. Let me, <laughs> right, right. Anyway, so what you doing? Yeah. Right. But I saw at the same time, she was giving me herself, and she was showing me she wanted to get down with me as well. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't like I was. Because clearly that dude don't mean nothing if right. she ever hitting you up. And I'm a big advocate. <laughs> yes, exactly. If I know we're pulling in the same direction. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So that was more the, the gist of like, okay, now I'm going to. Go ahead and put the full court press. I'm going to do now my courting of you. Yes. I'm going to show you the courting and be chivalrous and show you the whole nine. Because at that point, we had conversations. We were attracted to one another. Our conversations were good. Um, we were, like I said, pulling in the same direction. We wanted the same things. So now let me go ahead and go ahead and really, really court you and you know bring you around, my friends, family. And my, she hadn't met my son yet. So that was a big step. That's the next step. Mm-hmm. How long like, did it take to get to that step? Um, I was in uh, months from the time March. she came back. Yeah, I don't know that. When did you come? Back? It was it was right after I came back. Okay, it was right around that right, time. Right, because you say right back, same like month, two weeks. Yeah, same month, same mm-hmm. month. Yeah, same so month. again, I didn't want to play with it because um, I didn't want to waste too much time. Um, so okay, we had some initial conversations, hung out, and I said, okay, genuine person. She loves kids. Um, and she's really good with them. And we had the same kind of parenting goals and what she wanted in her life. So I was like, okay, this is the next step. Cause I don't want to waste my time. Yeah. So this is the next step. Meet him in a casual setting. Uh, and then boom, she loved it. She loved him and he, and he hit it off with her. And then there we go. I want you, I want you to explain yeah. this real quick. You said casual sure. setting. Cause a lot of people are dating with kids. When you said casual, how did, how did you bring this meeting together? Um, what was the first meeting? It was Salt Salt Lake Steakhouse. It was a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So he loves um, saltgrass. So you know that we took it. <laughs> yeah, boy. So it's just me and Daddy. Him and Daddy. Yeah. We're gonna go out there and say, "Hey, I'm gonna have a friend of mine come meet us here." Yeah, that's you know, how you do. Diff. She can come and mm-hmm. she can leave, and that's what she he did. He was coloring. She yeah. came, yeah. sat down, met, talked to him for a little while. And she said, "Okay, I'm gonna let you boys finish your father son time," and she left. Perfect. He and I didn't know she was gonna do that. 
Boom, that's what made you do me. that? That's very smart. What made you do that? Because I I know how much he appreciates that time, and he only gets him every other weekend. Yeah. And so for him to not have that much time with him, I didn't want it to be monopolized by a grown folks conversation, but also because. Part of how reason we were meeting is he was in the doghouse. That was first job that, that was I had been first, upset with him. Yeah. And it was something small. Just it was house. a miscommunication of like, <laughs> he told me, he was like, hey, I really need your help to look over a contract or something. Uh, on Friday, can you help me? And well, I rearranged. was going to come look at the house, right? And then, Oh, look at the house. Yeah. yeah. And then and it my was, buddy came. My cousin came by instead. And I go on the Instagram and it's his, him and his cousin on the roof smoking cigars. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I didn't rearrange my whole evening. <laughs> I even put on my makeup. You owe me $32 for that mat. Okay, charge it. Okay, I will. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, he's slick. He is now to kind of get out of the doghouse. He's showing me how much he cares because I get to meet his son. But I looked at him and I said, like, you know, we got to talk later. And he said, yeah, baby, sure. Mm-hmm. We, 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 never we never even, even had a conversation. Not even talking no. about it. No. Because that moment of meeting his son was I superior mean, yeah. to all the other nonsense. He wasn't just using it like yeah. to, to do a thing. Like yeah, no, I and it was and I think yeah. I knew he was serious too because I don't really do it to people that I don't do it to people that are not my boyfriend. Yeah. Um, if I want them to be my boyfriend. You know, if I just want you to be some muscle, that's a different story. But here <laughs> I knew that I wanted something substantial, so I made him wait, and he never gave me any problems with that. And like yeah. I said, that that six months, or whatever, yeah. he wasn't sniffing it. Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely, I've done that before in other relationships. I wanted to wait bef- before we got to the physical because all of the cool, you know, we being, you know, looking at each other like, you know, two, <laughs> two, you know, dogs yeah. in heat. Yeah, that's gonna subside at the end of the day yeah. eventually. I want to know if we can match each other's energy when we're sitting on the couch and there's nothing to say. Yeah. And we're watching TV and yes. can, we, can we have that kind of energy? Because the physical stuff is going to fade. So I was cool with it at that point. Mm. So I'm like, okay, cool. So it, it, it wasn't, and it wasn't like, you know, so wait, wait, guys, I didn't do it. I didn't do it to her, like to act that way. And, and okay, I'll, I'll I'll wait for her and then go do it to other people. That's what I want that's to know. No, oh, that's that's what I want to know. I don't mind if you do. That's no, what I want that, to know. I want to do with me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that didn't hurt my feelings. But it had because... to do something with me and my oh, preparation. Understood. So I wanted to come into it the right way. And again, I've done it before, so it wasn't no issue for me. So I didn't would waiting with you and then sowing my raw oats somewhere else. <laughs> I was cool chilling. I was cool. But I was gonna say, I, I think also that is. Part of what made me feel very okay was with not only saying, hey, you know, you go explore. Yeah. And I'm also confident that you're coming back. I wasn't confident because I done just laid it on them so yeah. great. No, it was deeper than that. It was bigger than that. And I knew that I would be okay because I hadn't given myself to him. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facts. Who would have thought? <laughs> I don't know. Who would have thought y'all crazy <laughs> self sitting over here waiting to have sex? Yep. And I tell her that all the time. I'm like, man, probably people think you just swinging from the yeah. shit. Like, <laughs> bust it wide open and she tell like me that. bring it back. Yeah. Bust, it, bust it wide open yeah. and she tell me bring it back. Really? That what you think? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I, told, I thought that. Yeah. <laughs> he said, like, yeah. He said, Let's I keep it 100. He's swinging from the chandeliers. I said, I get that a lot. She said, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. He said, you get that a lot. I get that a lot. I'm sorry to disappoint you, too. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Right. She's like that. If you're not her boyfriend, better scram. Better scram. <laughs> so you felt like you, uh, if you had sex with somebody, they had to be your boyfriend. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Because I went, I went to Catholic school, like, all the way through. Yeah. But also, like, my friends that... And so in, in the 10th grade, I dated the captain of the football team for DeSoto. <laughs> We're not going to name names, but he dumped me because I wouldn't do it to him. <laughs> and then he was in love with me for like the next decade because I wouldn't do it to him. And I said, well, huh, I think I'm on to something. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to me. And my mother had always told me when I went off to college, she said, look. If you're a good girl, you're going to have some very lonely nights. By that, she means waiting. Yeah. If you're a good girl, you're going to have some very lonely nights. But if you're a naughty girl, you're going to have some very lonely nights, too. Mm. I told your mama be laying it down, yeah. too. Yeah, because she said, because with the, with the good girls, it's going to, at first, the guys are going to like it, and they're going to figure out, oh, she's a good girl. But then they're going to start calling you again around about the junior, senior year, or when their moms come to town, when they have the football banquet, the basketball banquet, they're going to want to take you. The naughty girl, they're only going to call her at the nighttime. She don't get to go to no, they don't take her to Shoney's. They don't take Shoney's. her to Luby's. Those are cafeterias here that were a no, big I deal. No, I know. That was big. Show these boys. Show no, that, was, that, was. that was the truth. Yeah. They, they don't get to go out in public. You know, they might get something left over from the cafeteria at the schoolhouse. But <laughs> she said, I don't want that for you. And, you know, so you just decide you want to be a good girl or not a girl. And so I said, okay. Hey, my, almost, I like that. I like and that. And then my girlfriends <clears throat> in college, when the time came, they were like, I said, I had a boyfriend. You know, we'd been together, whatever. And I said, well, I think I'm ready to do it, y'all. And my girlfriend said, uh. They said, don't do it, because once you pop, you can't stop. And I said, oh, my God. No. What am I going to do now? Shoot. So I said, okay, I'm going to make a rule. She do remind me of Whitney from a different world. Yes. That Southern jail. I'm telling you, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do? Oh, goodness gracious. I don't know what I'm going to do. Goodness gracious. Right. So I said, okay, my rule is I'm only going to do it to boyfriends. (laughs) That way I'll cut it down. I got so good at this, girls. When I get to be in my 20s, you know, and I found out about Miami and I used to get flued out and go out there, you know, with the little, back when um, I was age appropriate for the NFL players. (laughs) (laughs) When they would be like really like wild and I'd be like, uh-uh, I don't want to deal with them. I, what I would do if I wanted to make them go away is I would say, oh, I really think I'm ready for a relationship. And they'd be like, oh, I'll call you never. <laughs> That's how I get to go away. <laughs> After you've taken the benefits of being free. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. The benefits. Nice little trip. Yeah. Or what I would do is I was very kind. We'd go to like live in the different nightclubs and then um, I'd let the closers close. I'd leave around about 1.30 or 2. The closers and, close. Yeah. And I'd let the closers come in who are going to do it to you. That way you can get the your bottles work. Y'all paid a lot of good money for this. Somebody needs to do it to these boys, and it's not gonna be me. <laughs> to this day, well, I gotta say you're one so, more thing. You're so thoughtful. You know, oh, what you're so thoughtful. Let me tell you, to this day, you make sure everybody wins, though. That's my goal. I want everybody's life to be better after having been my friend. I do want that. I do. Let me tell you what's different. She said the closers. They come in. She called call them the closers. That's how I ended up staying like a month in Dubai because I had a rule. We were going up with these Africans. Some of them were very handsome and some of them maybe not so much. And I had a rule. I said, let me tell you something, girls. Y'all run this bill up, pass $1,000. Somebody's got to do it to them. And it's not going to be me. So y'all talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> She told me this story, bro. I did. For real. The boys were sitting right there. They looked at each other and they said, Oh, we lost him on. We lost him on. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. You said right in front of the guys. Yeah. And I pointed to him. I said, Somebody's got to do it to him. 
And it's not going to be me. Y'all talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Over here ordering lobster on somebody else's dime. Oh, God. And you know, good and well, you don't want him to touch you. That's not right. That's unchristian. <laughs> it is. Bro, I'm telling Somehow you. Somehow something wrong with you. Yes. Why are you saying And our storytelling, bro, is like. Somehow it's not Christian. It's unchristian. <laughs> you going to have to report on that. You have to tell St. Peter what your thought process was. <laughs> Don't do them men like that. So, Ooh. so how did you transition? At what point? I want a timeline. So mm-hmm. she comes back from yeah. the Maldives around what month was that? Was in 2020? In March. Of 2020. Of 21. 2021. Mm-hmm. The end of March. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then y'all date exclusively from what time period you know god i don't never remember the time man you know he, she tells so me he I, did, like, yeah, that's right. I will tell you yes yeah, you know, so he did, we didn't have the conversation conversation we but we were doing all of yeah we were doing all of the things but a week before his family reunion he had the conversation oh yeah that's i think right. he overheard me tell a story about somebody bringing me to a family reunion and and introducing me as the girlfriend and i was like who yeah who y'all talking about I'm here for the barbecue. <laughs> and so, so yeah, one night we were sitting on the couch, happen. right? We were just sitting on the couch, just leisurely <laughs> hanging out. You know, it's one of those deals where we both have um, our own places, and you know, city of Houston's huge. Yeah. So she's on the other side of town. She would always be over in my place. Yeah. Take 30, 35 minutes. I just got a new house, and I was like, you know, hey, you want to be my girlfriend? It's <laughs> like awesome. She's like, what? Yeah, you want to be my girlfriend? She's like. I guess so. <laughs> I, I said, well, what and is the alternative? And so we started, she got back in March. It didn't take long. What do you think? March? No, March? what happened was, yeah, it was March. I went on a date with one insane person. <laughs> he he literally went to the bathroom and came back and said, I'm having so much on this. I said, he said, I, I'm having so much fun. I want to take you somewhere. I said, well, you know, if we go somewhere, you're going to have to take your medication every day. I didn't know what he was on, but it had to be something prescribed. And he revealed himself. He said, I just told myself that in the bathroom. I said, you know what I'm talking about. I said, that's enough. Mm-hmm. I got the Uber and I went straight to his house. I went straight to your house. Mm-hmm. And after that, I didn't, I didn't go he on a date with said, nobody he else. Said, he said, that's what I told myself. He said, that's what I told myself just now in the bathroom. I said, what kind <laughs> of medications are there? He lists some out, some some uh, uh, bipolar and this, that, and the third. And he said, that's why he wasn't drinking because it doesn't go well with his medication. <laughs> and I said, uh, okay, this ain't going to yeah, work. I feel sorry for what you had to deal with out yeah, there. Yeah, I took an Uber straight to his. That guy, the man was mad because he was trying to take me like yeah. to another place after. I said, oh, no, I'll get an Uber. Thank you. He's like, you going to that, you going to that yellow man's house, ain't you? <laughs> Say if y'all get off my Instagram. Right. So I have that one thing it. to tell her um, when she tells stuff like that. Oh, and I said, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I saved you. Ding. Thank me. You're going to thank me that, for you know, a lifetime. You smile, you know, on those dentine commercials, I yeah. need that little ting. <laughs> and that little spark. Yes. So at what oh, point boy. then? So now y'all dating exclusively at mm. this yes. point. Yeah. Uh, you said, will you be my girlfriend? Circle yes or no. And she circled yes. Yes. Yeah. She circled, no, she circled, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Now, <laughs> so she circled, I guess. And now y'all on this courtship. Yeah. Um, Simone, in your mind, did you say, I ain't finna be no girlfriend for no two years? Absolutely. Yeah. What did you so say? What was, the, what was the shot clock? My mind was, you. he has one, uh, I was gonna give him one full year to start talking about actual steps like like ring shopping this that and the third one full year to do that and, and then a year that? and a half where did you get that philosophy from i don't know 
my uh, calculation. Mm, my mom. Who did you always bring that up to me? Who you heard that from? Oh, I say Kevin Samuels. That's the only thing I agree with that man on. That's it. You That's all you're getting. That's all you're she getting, quoted. buddy. And then one time I come home, she's getting ready. With I'm about to take her out somewhere. She's getting ready, listening to Kevin Samuels right there on it. The, I'm like, got him, excited. coach. No. Yeah, I, I walk on back downstairs. I let her finish. Go ahead and keep listening. It's the same reason people watch train wrecks. We're like, well, <laughs> you can't turn away. That's fine. We're like, well, how bad is it going to get? You're going to get something. You know? They're going to lose an arm, a limb, one eye, right. or both. But at the same time you watch that train wreck, you're going to calculate if you can beat that train or not. You're going to learn something from that wreck. <laughs> he so did. Carry on. And so you said a year. I so, said, yeah, a year. Oh, God. So a you year. said a year, and then what? And so I, A year concrete ring on my finger within 16 months please and thank you yes and i had an i had an augmentation plan uh like you know kind of speed it up if i felt like he was dragging a little bit which was because i'm older i'm like well i need to put these eggs in the refrigerator yes where they get spoiled yes and so i would just reiterate that that's going to be twenty thousand dollars and so i would talk about well how would you like to plan for this twenty thousand dollars <laughs> That's a good thing. Because I'm not rushing, you know, babe. Hey, Rush, but we're going to see how we go. Go with your wallet, get a four. (laughs) Check a charge. (laughs) So, when she was saying that, what did you think, Rasheed? Uh, she's crazy. <laughs> One and then two. He said that's your personal maintenance. Right, right, right. Exactly. Sound like a personal problem. I mean, she always says that, and I would like to. I like to sometimes uh, give it back to her. Um, but my timeline was similar. But I wasn't going around expressing it all. Telling you <laughs> yeah. my timeline, some time because I wanted things to happen organically. And she, for the most part, she did that. But I understand women who's uh, yeah, because they, they, they get baited for a long time. Yeah, exactly. A dude be sitting there for five years talking yeah, about we're gonna yeah, be yeah. in our face. And I and I understand. <laughs> and, then, and then break up with you and marry somebody else in six months. Boom. Well, yeah. actually, I didn't even want to be his girlfriend for that she reason. Say, yeah. <laughs> there was an article I had read in Cosmo that was it was by a white woman, of course. It said. <laughs> I don't want to, I refuse to be anyone's girlfriend. I would only be a fiance. And basically what she did was she um, dated a guy, she dated guys and basically said, uh, until you're ready to propose, I'm going to keep seeing other people. I did yeah. try that on him and he was very diplomatic. I said, well, we don't have to be boyfriend and girlfriend. We can just, you know, date each other until, you know, you feel ready to propose. <laughs> And we were driving the car, and I really thought he was be like, "Girl, you sound crazy." And he was like, "Um, we can talk about what that would look like in context at another time." And then he just never mentioned it again. So I, that's I was, how I learned from her mother how to speak to her. <laughs> Boom! Let's bring. <laughs> yeah, you never, you never, you never brought, brought it up. Never brought it up again. No. How many men have she heard tell her give her that response? <laughs> Nobody. No, everybody else be like, "This is stupid." And then I go to explaining why it's not stupid and why I think he was stupid, or you know, something like that. And I said, well, gosh darn it. What do I got now? <laughs> what leverage do I have? Nothing. He's over here being sane. Yes. I hate it when he does that. <laughs> Last night, I left the window down on this porch while this water got in the car. And I was so aggravated by the fact that I had no possible way to blame it on him. I said, God dog it. I got to take responsibility. Yes. I had no possible way to blame it on you. <laughs> I tried everything. I was like, you should have parked in a garage. I tell her all the time. I said, men get tired of that. Y'all always like, men like, we always get blamed for everything. When it's clearly it's your fault. Like, come on, man, take that. And then what I I surprised her, too. I was like, I was very calm. 
<laughs> for her. I was like, well, it's okay. I was scared. Just I thought I was towel. like a whooping was about to come later. Like, we <laughs> well, hold on, don't say that. Wait, you got to give context. Like that. No, 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 I mean, like, when you're a child, yeah, and you, I know you're talking when you about. get home, you get chastised yeah. over bed. I thought maybe that. Yeah, that but you were Please provide context on that. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. Take no excerpts from this. Yeah, nope. So, y'all look at this. <laughs> y'all were ready to love. Now y'all ready to marry. How do y'all know that y'all are ready to marry? Great question. Um, man, we've done the work. Like, real talk. Like I said, those tough conversations, bro, up front. And we, like, she would say one time, I'd say this all the time. She's like, man, you acting like you want me to not like you. I'm like, basically, I am for the most part. I'm trying to I'm trying to give you everything. Everything. Up front. And so if, if it's going to fall here, apart now, then let it fall yeah, apart. If you're still here, boom. So that's basically what it was. In a nutshell, we talked about life experience. We Again, we want to make sure we're pulling in the same directions, where we want to be financially, um, with my career goals, what I want. Because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm yeah. a hustler. I'm a salesperson. I'm a by heart. Yeah. And she is an entrepreneur to a certain degree. She's an attorney. She has her own um, law firm, which which is crazy. I've helped step in. We're not working. I'm working on our law firm for her to help grow it that's good. to my abilities, yes. like the, the yeah. marketing and you, you, stuff you like that. You come in on your strength yeah, yeah. and she comes in on her strength exactly. with and you. She's helping with me for yeah, my, my car it. game and my dealerships and everything that's to come. But we worked on that. We talked about children. I want more kids. I don't want the one son. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that was all in alignment. And uh, she was still standing there when I gave her all my awards. So boom, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And I feel for me, it was it was the way he takes care of me, like he, as he explained. And now I realize it's because he literally researched and learned how to do it in the way he leads me. He leads me the way I'm able to follow. That's critical. And he's always adapting because um, one of my fears is growing apart. I don't worry about that with him because he's so willing to to grow and change and do something better or try something in a different way. And that's so important. And particularly, um, I knew I was ready to marry him when I made like a little list of like, you know, the things about him that irked me. I didn't write it down, but I listed the things that irked me. And I thought, okay, or the things are these things you want to change about him, right? Yeah. Because I feel like you can't go in expecting someone to change who they are. Yeah. And I realized the things that I wanted tweaked or changed, they weren't things I wanted to change. They were actually things he wanted to adjust about him that he was already yeah. working on. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. said, wait a minute, wait a minute. The only things that I have issues with are things that keep him up at night about himself yeah, that, that I he's know about driving myself. and yeah. pushing and driving to do. Let's do this together. Yeah. I'm big on that because I, I played college basketball. I used to coach college and high school basketball before I got into the car business. And one thing I always learned is know your personnel. Know your own personnel. <laughs> know your strengths and weaknesses because you're never going to get it all. So um, I've always been kind of cognizant and have some self-awareness of course, I fall short. We all do. Of course. Um, but, um, but just being I, aware of it yeah, is half the battle. Sometimes I got to, man, remember, this ain't your strong suit. So lean on somebody for that. Or Teach. then tell that to Teach. someone. Because um, you disguise it, then uh, you're going to be upset. And the other person going like, eh, you know, I thought I can help you here. I should have known these type of things. And, and oh, and most importantly, I want to say he's one of the few men in my life that doesn't fear me. Hmm. Men fear me. And I have to say, I must have been doing something to make them feel that way. <clears throat> but that has not been an issue in our relationship. And in my situation, the fear would show up as men feeling that they couldn't make me happy. Mm. And that I would only temporarily be happy and that one day they'd wake up and I would be gone. Yeah. Well, she did. When we first met, she did tell me she was a runner. 
Mm-hmm. But you remember what I told you? Uh, which part? When you told me I'm a, I'm a runner typically when stuff like. What you say? You say wherever you run, I'm gonna end up there with you. you know? <laughs> <I know> that. <laughs> That's what I told the girl I was dating. I said, uh, "You gonna run wherever you run to? I'm gonna be right there with you when you get there." Yeah, I did. <laughs> I actually did the opposite because in um, in sales we have a what we call a takeaway close, right? You take it away. You take something away from the, the from the deal. Yeah. Okay. Fine. This isn't the car for you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me find one without a sunroof. Yeah. No, no, I want the yeah, sunroof. I want the sunroof. I just want well, this price. Right. Well, there's cost involved with that sunroof, sir, ma'am. I said, you're a runner. That's fine. I understand those things. And as long as you tell me that, I'll be okay with whatever destination you're trying to find. Because I'm good over here. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I guess I'm going to act my behind right. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all both pimping, y'all yeah, y'all y'all, y'all both pimping. Y'all got some game, boy. Y'all both got some game. You like, look, I'm gonna oh, handle no. you like this. She's like, I'm gonna handle you like that. She's like, you go out there and go have fun. Go go have fun. So, I don't care. Go smash these women. Right, I don't man. care. You ain't getting it from me. Enjoy yourself. I'm not mad at all. You like, why aren't but, you mad? Right? <laughs> Do you not really like me? Yes. <laughs> and sometimes we'll recognize it from. We'll call it, man. You gaming me right now. Stop. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing me like? like I pull the cover off all that. I do that too. We do that to each other. Like Rashid, stop. I'm not one of your clients. I'm not a. <laughs> yes, you're not selling this to me. <laughs> I love the way y'all operate with each other. What's the thing in closing? What do y'all look for to gain in marriage? Because you got to think about it. Y'all have a beautiful relationship. Mm-hmm. Y'all clicking very well. Most people say when you get married, that's where all the issues come about. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, and the reason why that is because now you become um, a threat to the devil. Mm. That's why That's why the scripture says that what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Yeah. Because once you actually come together undercover, now y'all are a threat. Mm. And so my question to you is, Y'all have this great relationship. Y'all live together. Mm-hmm. So what is it that you believe marriage is going to afford that y'all don't already have? Um, marriage that I've learned um, is is a partnership at the end of the day because um, love is there, but relationship stuff is going to go up and down. And that's one of the things we talked about. She hadn't been married. And I'm like, y'all hear all this stuff and it sounds cute and blah, 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 blah. We banter back and forth, but there's going to be days where you hate me. I hate you. Da 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 da. Yeah. That's how I tell her. This stuff is not gonna be lollipops and rainbows all the time. Nope. We're not gonna get this whatever square foot home, 2.5 kids, a dog, a station wagon, and a picket fence. Yeah. That's not that's that's for storybook stuff. Yeah. Right? But the love is gonna look different sometimes. So to me and her, we've come, she's well established. I've well established. It's a merger of two companies and corporations mm-hmm. coming together. Right. And then we have those tough conversations up front. We know where each other stand and the love will get us through all of the tough stuff. But the idea that it's not going to be perfect and we got to have our little battles because I was immature in my first marriage thinking that it was going to be lollipops and rainbows. Right. And we tried to avoid conflict, try to avoid not having discussions. What we do now, we have it out. Yes. We might. It might. We have it out. We're going to say some things to each other. But. Boom, we move on. All right, let's go get something to eat. Right. That same is. day. Yeah. Versus let it in the past, I've let it fester. Yeah. And we used to um champion the fact that we don't argue. I think that was the wrong way to do things. Because yes. when, when it does come out, it's a snowball. 
And all you this built up for the last six months. Yeah, all six months of stuff coming it's out. And this one out. thing, just it's because she didn't out. offer you a slice of her pizza. Yeah. You're like, where did all this come, come from? from? <laughs> you be like, everything come back. And yeah. that's what, uh, five months ago, mm-hmm. I, I remember when you mm-hmm. didn't, you, you picked me up from work late. You're like, yeah. what, are, what are you talking about? Right. You're selfish. You're like, what right. are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, we got into it on the car right here. Oh, we did. Five minutes later, I'm sorry, baby. You are, you know, all that yeah, he was like, I love you. And I was like, okay, good. Right. Let's eat a cookie. Please. But he don't like me having too many sweets. So like, Let me get a cookie out of there. Yeah. 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 All right, go ahead and eat a cookie. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, man, yes. as long as we have a, 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 a cornerstone value of where we want to go, we're doing a, a family vision board. We're going to include my son in that vision board. Yes. And as long as we're pulling in the same direction, and I understand that it's not always going to be sunshine. You know what I'm saying? And that's the, the overall arc that I want us to have. Pull in the same direction. Understand that um, we're better and stronger together, and we can defeat anything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, once we rock together, we rocking. So, let's so Simone, Simone, you've never been married before. You watch your mom and dad spend how many years together? They've been together like 43. 43 years, years of an example of what marriage looks yeah. like. Why do you want to get married, and what you and what do you believe is marriage is going to afford you or bring into your life? I think for sure, I want to get married because I want to be with my best friend and live with my best friend and build a, a world with him um, and a family with him. I think life is going to be better together overall. Um, just like how I have, you know, my best girlfriends. Um, this is like my best friend that I do it to, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I know, yep. <laughs> and I also I know that without him, I will never be my best self. Mm. I won't be. I will not reach all my goals in business. Mm. I will not reach all my goals in my personal life. He drives me to the club and picks me up with my girlfriends because I got real bad peripheral vision. Yeah, you know, it's just like the little <laughs> support and things of help that I have in my life. I just know professionally from his ideas, from this and that. I am going to be my best self. And one of my worst fears is to never reach my full potential. But I know with this man, I will. Because there are other men out there that will prevent you from reaching your potential. Mm. On that note, wow. <clears throat> I'm the Terrasar Whitfield, and I say that y'all are ready to marry. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. When Boom. I tell you that right there is absolutely amazing. When I tell you, I I, I like y'all a lot. You Thank know what I'm saying? I didn't know it, much bro. about y'all when I saw y'all on the yeah. show. I see, you know, I take stuff with a grain of salt when yeah. I watch TV. I'd be like, you you seeing a because I'm a producer. I produce national plays, so I always see that stuff is being produced at yeah. the end of the day mm-hmm. uh, to create storylines or whatnot. Um, and what I see, the storyline that's being produced off camera far exceeds the storyline that was on camera Um, because even on camera the storyline came to an end Mm -hmm. and now this is going to last until the wheels fall off until y'all old and gray and sitting on the porch drinking cold glasses of lemonade uh, and that's what I see for y'all y'all have a beautiful dynamic it's so encouraging to see Uh, I speak blessings over y'all's union have y'all picked a date have y'all released a date when y'all get married so we've got the month it's in April. We're going to release the date on our YouTube channel. Good. Um, that's, Good. Y'all can see us there. Right? And I'm, I'm going to drop a link. I'm yeah, going to drop absolutely. a link for Thank their channel. You. Make sure y'all go follow it. Yeah. Um, Man, I just I was I've been very encouraged by y'all. I <laughs> like you, y'all. Man. Y'all got a Thank cool you. personality. I yeah. love the dynamic that y'all got going on. And it's like y'all's each other's yin and yang. It's like 
Simone is crazy as I'll get out, <laughs> yes. and and y'all y'all balance each other out so yeah, well, man. and and I see that y'all gonna have many years of laughter, uh, many years of playing around, and many years of amazing sex, and yeah. many years of creating legacy right. and doing business and making money, and just many years of just doing purposeful work. So keep doing what y'all doing. Uh, this this season is called Miracles and Manifestations. So oh, nice. one of my one of the things that I've wanted. And this is my low key little desire is I've wanted to host a reunion show of Ready to Love. You know, yeah, I've me, always me wanted to. You have to? Yes, yes. I want to take Thomas' job, to be honest with you. See, I, want I, love take, you. I want to take his job. I just want to take that moment. I just want to, I want to just sit in the reunion show and just talk about let yeah. me Let me talk. Let me yeah. interview that. Or even better yet, that one of the things that they would do, like, in, you know, leading up to the reunion mm. is they would have to come and do a mock interview yeah. after, they, after, yes. after they zeroed in yeah. on the couples. Come do a mock interview with me on Dear Future Wife is so I can ask some real questions right. and get some yes. stuff out of the atmosphere. Yeah. So that'd be dope. So... Uh, Will Packer, you yeah. know, been to your house before on your birthday. Uh, so, uh, hey, putting that out there. Yeah, and so, we'll do the couples version. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yes, that'd be yeah. dope. And it's, it's their casting here in Dallas. It's I know, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, so I've heard about all that. It's there. Well, yeah, it's they come right, right here and see you. Yeah, yeah, they come right around here. They're right here in Dallas. Yeah. The season pops off in March. Yeah, Uncle Will so, it's going to be great. Yeah, so they, you know, shooting starts in March. So, it's going to be great. Uh, listen, blessings y'all. Blessings y'all once again. I'm dropping y'all's handle, YouTube. Uh, channel as well as y'all Instagram. Make sure y'all look in the description on YouTube to uh, connect with them. Amazing dynamic couple. Continue to watch their journey. It's so inspiring. Hey, y'all give it up for Simone Redwine and my homie, yeah. my homie Rashid Floyd. Thank you, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having us. Ladarian thrusted suddenly into Child Protective Services in 2015. My nephew, black, a boy. The likelihood of being adopted outside of kinship, slim to none. Armani, 16 years old, black, a boy, with five years in the foster care system before I even knew his name. The likelihood of ever being adopted? Yep, you guessed it, slim to none. While Ladarian and Armani were trying to survive and barely thrive in an overpopulated and underfunded foster care system, I was living my own life, doing well professionally. Having been a single father with a daughter who at that point was doing well in college, it was my time to live my life, right? Wrong. I felt unsettled, tireless, agitated. There are just too many of our black children stuck in ambiguity and in the limbo of the foster care system. In 2017, I legally adopted my nephew, Ladarian. Fast forward to 2019, I had no ties to this other young king, but I felt God instructed me to adopt him also, and I obeyed. Starting over with parenting should have been enough, right? Working with various foster care and adoption agencies to help bring awareness to the countless young black kings in the foster care system should have decreased my agitation, right? Joining the board of directors of Advantage Adoption, an organization that helps find permanent adoptive homes for children in foster care should have led to some type of resolve, right? No, not at all. None of it felt like I had done enough. I now realize that every one of those experiences was laying the fundamental foundation for my life's mission, Kingdom Royale. Kingdom Royale will be a luxury, state-of-the-art home for foster boys. Our first location will be in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We will utilize the whole person approach that instills identity, empowers them to advocate for themselves, and enlightens them regarding new perspectives and limitless options that they thought were impossible. 
Though the Young Kings will attend the local public schools that are in proximity to Kingdom Royale, our at-home curriculum will broaden their worldview through participating in the arts, attending various cultural events, learning about and engaging in multifaceted discussions about current events and even relevant historical contexts, introducing them to gardening and landscaping and even caring for our animals on our farm and on-site stables. We just launched our startup capital campaign with the goal of raising $2.8 million. Now, why $2.8 million? Well, in 2017, I created a web series in which I performed random acts of kindness for targeting the homeless community. One of the most notable successes was that one of the videos went viral, garnering 28 million views. However, one of my biggest regrets is that I didn't raise a single dollar to help in implementing a more sustainable plan for the homeless community. So throughout the years, with much remorse, I reflected on not maximizing that moment. I knew if at that time, just 10% of the viewers donated $1, we would have raised at least $2.8 million that could have really established long-term support for the homeless community, or at least started a long-term initiative to do so. This is my do-over. This is our new beginning. Together, we can attack this at the root by specifically helping our homeless black boys who are already disproportionately represented in the American foster care system. I'm LaTaris R. Whitfield. I've been nominated for three regional Emmys documenting my work with the homeless as well as my personal adoption journey. Despite those accolades, the greatest award for me is truly providing the infrastructure for a transformed life. Visit KingdomRoyale.com for more details. Crown a king and make a donation today. It was such an honor to have Rashid and Simone on the podcast. I love the show Ready to Love. And um, it, was just, it was just an honor. And to actually get a chance to meet them personally, an amazing couple. I love when I see people that you initially wonder, like, okay, how did they find each other? How, what makes them click? And then when you get an opportunity to sit down and talk to them, you really understand that, yeah, they – they were definitely made for each other. I love that their families are in alignment. I just, I just, I just love all that. So I wish y'all the best of luck, Simone and Rashid. I pray that God keeps y'all until death do you part. That y'all honor y'all's covenant, y'all honor each other, and y'all value each other. And keep the main thing, the main thing, that's the covenant that you guys have between each other. Well, here's my favorite part of the podcast where I speak to my future wifey. Dear future wifey, words, syllables, verbs, nouns, and pronouns, adjectives, and adverbs woven together to convey my love for you, to express my thoughts for you, you, not you like my favorite Netflix series, <laughs> but you, the you who keeps me hopeful during the moments I feel hopeless you. I wonder who you are. Delicate footsteps trample my mind, leaving imprints of words you've spoken. I desire you. I don't just want you. I desire you. I need you like oxygen. When the pastor says you may now kiss the bride, the kiss will resuscitate me. Each breath I inhale from your mouth to mouth resuscitation will resurrect a husband that has laid dormant since I took my first breath out of my mother's womb. With you, I'm born again.
your future hubby. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Remember, be lit, live intentionally and transparently, and don't stop loving. Make sure to subscribe to our Dear Future Wifey YouTube channel. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We welcome your support. Simply share our podcast with your friends and family.